Our lesson this morning is from John chapter 1. Please stand. This is the testimony given by John when the Jews sent priests and Levites from Jerusalem to ask him, Who are you? He confessed and did not deny it, but confessed, I am not the Messiah. And they asked him, What then? Are you Elijah? He said, I am not. Are you the prophet? He answered, No. Then they said to him, Who are you? Let us have an answer for those who sent us. What do you say about yourself? He said, I am the voice of one crying out in the wilderness, make straight the way of the Lord, as the prophet Isaiah said. Now they had been sent from the Pharisees. They asked him, Why then are you baptizing if you are neither the Messiah nor Elijah nor the prophet? John answered them, I baptize with water. Among you stands one whom you do not know, the one who is coming after me. I am not worthy to untie the thong of his sandal. This took place in Bethany across the Jordan where John was baptizing. The next day he saw Jesus coming towards him and declared, Here is the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. This is he of whom I said, After me comes a man who ranks ahead of me because he was before me. I myself did not know him, but I came baptizing with water for this reason, that he might be revealed to Israel. And John testified, I saw the Spirit descending from heaven like a dove, and it remained on him. I myself did not know him, but the one who sent me to baptize with water said to me, He on whom you see the Spirit descend and remain is the one who baptizes with the Holy Spirit. And I myself have seen and have testified that this is the Son of God. The word of our Lord. Let us pray. Gracious and loving God, stir up your holy power on this day and come. Send your spirit into our hearts, our minds, our souls, and our ears, that we might hear a word for us today anew, and so that we too might live out that which we believe. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. This will probably betray my age just a little bit, but whenever I hear the beginning of this story in John the Baptist, and they keep asking him, who are you? I always picture the scene in the beginning of, or somewhere in the middle of the movie, The Breakfast Club, when Anthony Michael Hall starts putting the pencils into his lip because he's been asked to write an essay about who they think they are for being in detention, and he's got his pencils up there, who am I, who am I, who am I? Anyway, that's all I hear whenever I hear the beginning of this story. Uh, for 2018, I don't know how many of you are planning to make uh, New Year's resolutions, uh, but I have one for this year, and um, it an unusual one, one that I've never made before. Uh, strangely, I think I'd like to be a little bit more like John the Baptist. Uh, not so much the camel hair wearing and the bug eating part. Uh, I know, Joanna's disappointed. She uh, had my outfit already for me, I'm sure. Uh, but the part uh, where I think that uh, John the Baptist's faith is quite amazing when he does get asked all these questions, there are people from the official church that are sent out to figure out who this strange guy is out in the desert, down by the river, baptizing people with water, looking strange and eating strange things. The very first thing he says about himself is a denial. They come out to ask, who are you? And he says, well, I'm not the Messiah. I'm not the one in control, he says. I'm actually not that big a deal, he says. The one that you're looking for, in fact, the one that everybody is looking for, is somebody else. It's not me. He then goes on, they keep asking him again and again, who are you then? Who are you then? And he says, I'm not Elijah. I'm not an epic historic figure. I am no one in particular. 
They say, well, are you a prophet? No, I'm not a prophet. I'm not a particularly great preacher. And there again, who are you then? And even in his answer, he is self-deferential. He quotes from the prophet Isaiah, kind of. He paraphrases and he says, well, I'm the one who is the voice who is called to make straight the path of the Lord. His quote is actually from outside of himself. So then they ask him, well, what is exactly that you're doing? Well, I'm the one who's getting ready for the one that who is to come. In fact, the one who is to come, I'm not even worthy to bend down and untie this guy's shoes. Then, when Jesus does finally appear on the scene at the end of the story, what John the Baptist does is he, he points, he just turns and pivots and says, everybody, stop looking at me and look over there. Look at that guy. Even though this is the one that in time comes after me, he's really the one who comes before me because he was before me all along anyway. In fact, even in John's answer about pointing to Jesus, he is self-deferential once again. He says, in fact, I didn't even know it was him. But God told me it would be the one whose spirit rested on him. That would be the one to whom I am supposed to point. At the beginning of the story of John the Baptist, he works overtime in this particular story to take the focus off of himself, outside of himself, and point, in fact, to Jesus and to God. He is entirely self-deferential. He's not the Messiah. I'm not the guy, he says. I'm not God. He draws his word from outside himself, somehow anchored in God's past interactions with humanity. His whole purpose in life is to get ready not for himself, but for someone else. He even seems to say that the recognition of the one for whom he is preparing came from outside of himself. It was given to him as a gift. For 2018, in fact, I think I'd like to be a little bit more like John the Baptist. He's a faithful example of an outward-facing, other-focused life, listening to the voices of God's action in the past, recognizing God's action in the present with an eye towards God's hopeful future of tomorrow. If sin, as Luther says, is less about those things individually that we do, but more a state of being turned in on ourselves, being selfish and self-centered and self-focused. John is the epitome of the one for whom the Lamb of God has taken away the sin of the world. It has turned him around. He has repented from himself outward toward God, toward the world, toward his neighbor, toward one who is yet to come. That, if you ask me, is the amazing gift of salvation when you realize that it is God who is calling you out beyond yourself to love God and love the neighbor. For John, his whole life is to announce the presence of God in the world for you and for me. So, if my goal in 2018 is to be more like John the Baptist, uh, I could just say that and then head off into 2018 and hope that that would happen. I, I think there's actually things that we can do to practice being a little bit more like John the Baptist. These are familiar things that you know. 
familiar things that you may even already do. If you're like me, last night as I was driving home and I look on the little thermometer on my car and it says minus 11, and I think, what in the world? I'm grateful in that moment that I have a warm car, that I have a seat to sit in that will take me from here to there safely and comfortably. I'm grateful that when I get home, I take out my warm blankets and climb underneath them and sleep comfortably in a warm bed. And I am just grateful. This morning when I got up, I put on pants that have fleece liners. I am grateful. I have meaningful work to do. I am grateful. I have family and friends and a family of faith that shows up when it's 15 below to say thanks be to God with me that we got to get up at 15 below and say thanks be to God. I would love to work on being more humble. Sure, I work hard, but what I've come to realize in the story of John the Baptist is if you were honest, even the drive to work hard and the skills to do it and the brain to accomplish those things and the physical ability to get up in the morning and do these things actually has always come as a gift of God. Sure, we have agency in the world, but the truth is it's God that gave us all the gifts to cause that agency in the first place. It is not me who is the one who recognizes the one who is to come, but it is the one who is to come who has already given me the recognition to see that he is. It's why John talks in such strange circles. And when I get down to it, after being grateful for all the gifts I've been given of my physical warmth, the skills of my life, I have to just pause. And every interaction with everyone should be based in kindness and gentleness because they've been given those same gifts too. For 2018, if I could accomplish any resolution, it would be to wake up every morning and say thanks be to God, to recognize that my life is a gift, the air I breathe is a gift, the people I love are a gift and point out in the world beyond myself to the one who has both come and who is to be, recognizing that all of those things have come as a gift. So, if you get up tomorrow morning and have all sorts of resolutions, make this one the first. If you need to, get out some camel's hair and some bugs and eat them, and ask that God would make you more like John the Baptist. Amen.